turn me up. Feels like 2004. All over again. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my shit Sometimes got the song rock out. One on the way. These are my confessions. Man, I'm throwing. I don't know what to do. So happy to be here tonight. I gotta keep up my confessions. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it all. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday, well, since Monday. Give it up one time. The only thing I'm sad about right now is that we are not on Instagram Live, man. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I'm not bothered. See, I like it. I like having the instant feedback from the people who support us, the day one listeners, the listeners who always motivate and comment back. I love it. I love that energy. I think it was like a... It was good while it lasted kind of thing. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I don't think we will be doing it anymore in the foreseeable future. But that doesn't mean that you won't get us in some form or fashion on video coming soon. How you feel about that? I don't, I mean, I have no idea what I'm you're ready. referring just, to just know. by that. Just know. I mean, it would be nice if we could just have another live show, but COVID won't let us be great. So, this is where y'all will have to find us <laughs> um, until COVID decides to go away. Which, soon. the way, you know, things are going, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's soon, though, it's COVID lets us go. It gets a hold of us so we can do these live shows we will do them in abundance i didn't know how much you know i took it back i didn't know how much i enjoyed doing them but being here um doing them on instagram live and then just thinking about the we, we were supposed to be right now currently we were supposed to be two or three shows in the year right now yeah yeah. Two or three shows deep. And we are no shows deep, but we are also like seven, eight Instagram live lives Isn't deep. And I appreciate though? that. We're like halfway done with the year. This is wild. Not even like, we're like, half, it's like we are halfway done like with the year. We're halfway done with the done with the year and four months has been inside. I don't wanna it's it's like I want to say like we haven't done anything, but that's just we haven't done anything in the aspect of us going anywhere. I'm okay. I've actually done a lot. You've done like, a qu- quite a lot. I have had a hell of a past two months. You've done a lot. But I will say this too. Going back, doubling back to the live shows, um, we are thinking about something special real soon. And I'm, I have a plan. And every time I have a plan... I follow through. So listen, bear with us if you are um, a true believer in what we got going on. We will have something, hopefully have something special. But the only thing about it is, after this weekend, seeing D.L. Hughley fall his black ass out at Zany's freaked me out. I still didn't see it. I still didn't see it. I, didn't, Man, I, I meant to go look at it I, and I forgot. I really wanted to go to Zany's to see D.L. Hughley because I like D.L. Hughley. I, I like what he stands for. I like what he stands for on the radio. Mm-hmm. I like his views on the radio. Um, comedy, you know, I was going to give him a try. I don't even always like his views. I don't listen to him that much, but I wanted to give him a try. But man, when I saw my guy fall out on that damn stage and that damn white man came running and everybody in that audience, nobody had on a mask. I was like, oh shit, we may have to bag our plants up a little bit, but. That's what I thought about. So, I mean, listen, we still have something special planned for y'all. And where are my manners? Let me stop. I got two things to say. First of all, let gratitude be our attitude. And thank you to everybody that's been listening to the last episodes. Um, where 
on earth can you get a podcast that one week will talk about straight relationship, lingerie, date nights, and the next week we are knee deep in social justice. Give it up for the She and I podcast. I think this is us rolling with the punches. Look at the range. Look at the range. We weren't able to predict anything that was going to happen. Nope. Here but recently, you, but you have to use your platform responsibly. And I say all that now to say this Happy Father's Day to all of the guys out there taking care of business, raising their child, children, um, stepping in and showing out, man. Being the guy that you are supposed to be, being a father, being the leader to your children, being the example that you are supposed to be. I want to say for me to you guys, happy Father's Day. I know it's Tuesday, but still, happy Father's Day, damn it. Happy Father's Day. And you deserve it. <laughs> now, let me give another shout out. I'm just full of shout outs this, 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 tonight. My guy, Philip, right? So this week, we celebrate. We celebrated last week. I'm sorry. We celebrated Juneteenth. I'm talking about everybody was black. I love to see all the blackness all around me, man. It was so black. I thought that we had that solar eclipse again, whatever that shit was called. I mean, it was black, black. 11.59 p.m. Black. I loved it. I loved to look on my timeline and saw everybody supporting black businesses to um, shouting out black businesses just to being proud of who they are, being proud to be black. And I, I love that. I just wanted to continue. Like, and I was, I was sitting there to. thinking, I was like, well, I don't think we as a people, black people, has n- have never felt so open to shouting out how proud we are to be black it's like we've always been proud to be black but we have never shouted it to the mountaintops and like, I like we have it. been doing it lately so i just i just wanted to continue i want the damn mountaintops to have a avalanche because we shouting so loud but i do want it to continue so hey let us know black businesses that we need to be supporting, either local or national. Let us know because we are all about supporting everybody black, supporting all of our black businesses. We'll come on here and drop some, drop a few that we know, a few that we love, a few that we frequent. So yeah. we will give y'all those. But yeah, back to what I was saying about Philip. So we went and we did the protests this weekend. We celebrated June 19th by Juneteenth by uh, protesting we went down to the nashville courthouse and my brother philip organized the 1000 strong nashville and we went out there as black men in front of the courthouse where black men normally go for they would consider something to be a problem um but we went there to show them that hey we came to peacefully protest nothing got out of hand everything was good um we got a lot of good commentary a lot of good feedback but if you do want to be involved and find find out more about what philip is planning on doing with the 1000 strong nashville you can email him at 1000 strong nashville at gmail.com he has big plans for his um collection and demonstration so reach out to him there man you know what i mean let's keep it going let's keep it pushing it was amazing i mean y'all or i guess he really pulled it off and i'm just excited to see where 1000 strong is 1000 strong we gotta be deep you know for the community so next time we have, next time he has an event, um, for sure, man, we want everybody to come out and bring a friend just to show how strong our voice can be in the world. I'm letting it fly tonight. I'm feeling good. Um, so yeah, man, we just got to be out there on the front line. Now, we'll say this. I was a bit disappointed by the 1,000 strong protest. Now, I, I can critique my brother. Man, my guy, his mom was out there giving us masks. He didn't put one on. <laughs> How you going to be at the front of the damn TV, all on the camera, and not have a mask on? Phil, man, get you a mask. It's all right. Sorry, it was he hot. You weren't the only one out there with a mask. It was yeah, a lot of y'all out there that didn't listen, have masks mask, on. Look, my mask wouldn't cooperate. Shout out to Brandon. But, my mask. I mean, 
It's a silent protest. Silent. We were dead quiet. Y'all weren't holding hands. Y'all was locking arms. Yep. And y'all weren't talking. So we weren't talking. We was out there being perfectly quiet, um, showing solidarity among black men and um young black men as well, too. So it's a kind of combination, older and younger. So I appreciate that. You know what I mean? So Without further ado, you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Let's go ahead and jump into what we came to do this week. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So we have, we, 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 we kind of got a lot to talk about, but really not really because I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Um, We've been really Really busy uh, this weekend. We're also, when you hear this, we should be in Mississippi when you hear this. So we're going to surprise my mom for like a day or two just to let her see Blake. You know, I'm risking it all. You know, I'm scared of COVID. A lot of y'all out there not scared of it, man. I mean, what's going on? Let me tell you this story too I real think, fast. Go I ahead. Th- go I ahead. think that summer is always a huge deal okay. for people, I think. And Let's talk about this. You know, everybody was just kind of told that this will be over by summer, and you, you know, everyone was like, um, "It'll die off because of the heat. The virus won't be able to survive in the heat." But here, the virus is surviving and thriving in the heat. Listen, out and here, XDL. It's like we had already spent two months in the house, and now oh. it's hot. It's like people can go out, and I think the summer, the summertime in general is just a big deal for people. It's like when people get their break. Mm. And so I think the idea of everyone having to stay in the house all summer and then in the fall, you know, go back into normal life. I, you know what? Let me just not say normal life. Right. I don't think we'll ever go back to normal life. Nope. Like, I think that we have a very new normal approaching us even after COVID decides to go away. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think that we have to get a grip on the fact that things won't be the same and figure out how to cope with the new changes that are happening in all of our lives. Um, but I do think there's some very positive changes happening in our lives too, especially with black people. So I'm just interested to see how all of this will unfold. But like how I think everything people, would unfold. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like right now we're fighting so many different battles. It's like we're we're fighting the the COVID battle. We're we are in the middle of a revolution. For We've black always people. been fighting the racism battle. And that's an ongoing battle. In the midst of all of that, a lot of us have personal trauma that is unfolding in the midst of all of this too. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's just a lot of changes happening right now on many, many, many different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that people are just dying to get outside to get some sense of normalcy and it's just not happening. Which leads me to a story. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. We were about to be outside. We were dead the head close to being outside. I was knee deep on Airbnb. I was on Expedia, Tur- uh, Verbo, Home Away, shit, you name it. I was there looking for a summer vacation. I'm like, listen, you know what? I feel like, you know, things are partially opening back up. Everybody is taking precautions, so I'm gonna look and see what's popping. So I was trying to book of um book a trip to go down to Rosemary Beach, Florida, because my girl Jessica Dryer had told me about it. Then I was also looking at Hilton Head because my homeboy Joe told me about it. So I'm like, all right, had those two places in mind. Start looking at Rosemary Beach. I'm like, I'm leaning more towards that. I was a day away from booking. Then I got the report on my phone that said Florida spiked 4,000 more cases in one day. And I'm like, hold up. They don't love me like they used to. I slow down. We ain't booking this vacation like we thought we were going to. So I stopped. I ain't book it. So I say all that to say we were antsy too. We wanted to be outside. I got masks. I got sanitizer. I was about to be out, but I'm not. 
ain't no summer vacation. The only place that we're going, and I'm hesitant right now. I'm nervous about going to see my family. What type of person am I? I mean, I don't think you have to be nervous, but I think that you just got to put boundaries in place even with family. You don't got to hug your family when you see them. It's like we're just we're coming to spend time, but we can still social distance. Like, I don't, they, what's wrong with that? You know dang well nobody's going to want to social distance when it comes to Blake. Yeah, they will because okay. we're the parents. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're I'm telling them. I'm going to tell them too. I'm going to tell them <laughs> I'm going to tell them too. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. But, yeah, I had to, had to tell y'all this story because we were super close to booking. And if y'all know somewhere to book that's safe, shit, let me know. We actually thought we actually thought, of, thought about getting a, um, a cabin as well. We're like, man, let me go get us a nice, cool cabin. But I thought about why the hell we go get a cabin just to sit in the cabin. All it's like sitting at the house. No, it's not. It's, it's a exactly change of scenery. like sitting in the house. It's a change of scenery. I'm not the guy that's gonna go just get a cabin to get a cabin and sit in it all day and just to hang out and chill. Uh, uh, uh. uh. Well, we you and you go get left. Me and Blake gonna go somewhere. Like we ain't sitting out in this house because you scared. India's the Corona Queen, by the way. Too India I'm not has the gone out. Queen. India doesn't like. I don't think she knows how much she doesn't care, but she doesn't care. She she's that she's a Florian uh, uh, um, a Floridian. Care. I. Wear my mask, I wash my hands, and I don't touch my face. Like, what What do you want me to do? But you be out, out. No, I don't. I don't be out just frolicking. I do stuff that I need to do. How many days a week do you think you go out? Probably four. And how long do you stay out of those four days a week? A couple hours. Okay. How many days a week do I go out? That's between you and <laughs> no, the stuff you I'm got inside. to do. I'm inside. But I say all that to My say, work is outside of this house at the moment. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got me there. You got me there. But all of that to say this, man. If y'all know somewhere we can go safe on vacation, it's going to get me out of a cabin. I'm not doing that. For sure not. Uh, but anywhere you else. You don't do it if that's the only option you got. Nah, it's not the only option. Our option is not to go anywhere. That's, so we got two yeah, options, well. right? Go to a cabin and sit there and just do the same thing we would do at it the is house. It's not just sitting at the ca- at the cabin. Help Does me, our house me. have a pool table? Does you know, our house on. have you know a jacuzzi? It don't matter. It's a it's a new got a game. Jacuzzi tub. It's it, no, we don't. You got jets we don't in that have. Thing? It does not. Our tub does not have jets in it. Yo, you can get you some jets and put put in it there. It doesn't. But oh, do all you have, have to do, do is we fart, have a, fart in the tub. You we don't bubbles. even have a patio. Like we got a patio with no no furniture. I've we never can seen. sit on a patio that like it's it's literally just about a change of scenery that is good for mental health. It doesn't it doesn't matter that we're going somewhere and we are still sitting in the house. It's the fact that you're not sitting in your house. At this point, honestly, I would do a staycation at a hotel I'm in not, Nashville. No, 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 no. I'm not going to no hotels either. Now, I feel like you don't like our house. I feel like you did. You just shit it on our whole house right then. I did not shit oh, on yes, our whole you house. But you, you are you, an you old takes, ass man and you don't like to do nothing. I don't take things for granted that I have in my house. I have all this nice stuff. I surrounded myself with this nice stuff in this house. Now, you want patio furniture? Well, be my guest. Go out and get you some. Uh, but all the other things you just complained about, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. You want a pool I table? didn't complain about anything. I said it's a change of scenery. That's what I said. Let's be complaining. We and need to bring it back. No, it's not a bear. I, I do not care about the fact that you like to live like a bachelor. Like, literally, like, you don't have to have art on the walls. All you need is a couch and a TV. I don't want to live like that. that. That is not an inviting, comforting place. So, either I'm going to dig this house <laughs> out or we going on vacation. Let me tell y'all something, man. I'm trying to be nice tonight, right? Uh- <laughs> I'm trying to be so nice because you just, you just. First of all, you talked about a house, which is ungrateful. Then I you went out. Let me get done. Let me get done. Let me get done. I, can't I even love get... my house. Talk to me. But you, can, you are saying that because I want to go on vacation and get a change of scenery, that I don't appreciate our house. That's not what I said. You just took the moment. You could have said that in a different way. You took the moment out to say. You talked about everything we don't got, but then what you take for granted is, let me get done. 
take for granted is the stuff that we have. Some people right now are living in a one-bedroom apartment. Who let me get done? Who are scared to go outside, scared to talk. And the only thing they may have is a blow-up bed. You that are making got- this a moment that does not have to be a moment. It's a moment. It is not a moment. It's a stupid moment. Like, I don't <laughs> even understand. Like, this is literally a moment take- that does not have to happen. How are you going to discount my feelings by calling this a stupid moment? Okay, sorry for discounting your feelings. And, and, and you went all in tune with your feelings. That literally has nothing to do with nothing, Barrett. Like, I just don't understand how me saying, like, hey, you said... You're not going to a cabin to just sit in the house. I cannot and I do said, it. It's all about a change of scenery. Right. And because I mentioned the cabins in Gallenberg having balcony furniture and pool <laughs> tables and other things that our house doesn't have, you took that as an opportunity to get offended making it seem like I'm ungrateful for what we have. Like, I'm not ungrateful at all. I thank God every day for the house that I live in. So I don't know what you're talking about. Give it up for yourself, girl. That girl is preaching. No, no, no. But the way you said it. And um, now I'm not going to say anything about your tone because, boy, I'm learning from J. Cole. You cannot tell a black woman how to talk to you and you can't tell them about their tone. Boy, J. Cole got crucified for that. But... The way that came off was a little bit ungrateful-ish. Like we are free-ish. That came off as ungrateful But you know, I understand. Then you call me a bachelor. I want to live. I don't want to live like a bachelor. <laughs> However, I do like minimalistic things because the things that we have, we don't keep them organized, clean, and in order. I eat. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm y'all not know what doing I'm gonna this say. to you with this, you tonight. This, y'all, let's move on. I'm not doing, doing this with you tonight. Like I, I am it. literally not doing this. I don't want to do it. That has nothing to do with nothing. If you want to talk about clutter, do you want to talk about clutter? Because we have the same amount of clutter. Like literally, all we have to do is give it away. All I did was combat your minimalistic statement. You're not a minimalist. If I you were am. a minimalist, you wouldn't have a hundred pair of shoes. I'm keep. I told you today. So me and Indy had this conversation earlier today off mic. We were talking about all the things that we have. By the way, if you do, if you do know an under underprivileged child, boy, who wears a size small, like in clothes. And a nine to nine and a half in tennis shoes. Let me know. I am giving away some of my old clothes. Some things still have tags on them that I've never even worn. And I have some nice ass shoes. Now, Mindy had this conversation today about giving away things. And I told her that I'm okay with giving away certain things. But I'm not okay with giving away shoes. We all have the things that we like and we want to keep. And shoes are my thing. Even though I just said I'm giving away a few shoes, I'm not giving away all of the shoes that I've collected over a certain period of time. It's not just shoes. It's your clothes. I literally had to tell you to give away shirts that you had when I met you 10 years ago. You did. You are a hoarder. So I don't want you to say anything about you not wanting to buy anything for the house because of the dishes in the sink. Like, we both (laughs) have a lot of clutter. But I know how to organize mine, though. It doesn't And I think matter. that's the thing that really blows me. It doesn't matter. Let's it's get to still the topic. clutter. Let's just get to it's the topic. It's still clutter. <laughs> like, I just do not understand your point tonight. My point is, we went from talking about vacations to the house. So let me get back to the vacation. My point is that I'm not going outside to a vacation until I know that the curve is indeed getting flat I do want to go somewhere. I would love to go on. I love beaches. I love beaches like the next guy. I love Florida. I love California. I would love right now to go to Cali. But I'm not. I'm just not 100% certain that I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous. You know what? I'm going to hit up my homegirl. She travels a lot. But I can also hit up Emily and Cece. They travel a lot, too. I'm going to hit them up. I'm going to see what Cece says. We don't have to go anywhere this summer. But I'm just saying, your reasoning, like, even if it's just a quick escape, it's better than nothing. That's all I'm saying. Like, a quick escape, like a weekend trip to a cabin, 
is better for your mental health than us just sitting in the house like literally all summer. We're going to talk about that self-care next episode. I want to talk about it tonight, but I'm looking at the clock. I don't think we've got enough time, but I am going to talk about it. I want to do a deep dive into self-care. Now, what I did want to talk about, because obviously this is an episode that Indy and I are not going to agree on much, and here is another thing that we are definitely, I don't think, going to agree on. We finally got around to watching Insecure together. We, we, were, we were already, we, we were caught up. We were pretty much watching along with the world. We just never talked about it. But we have to dive into last, two weeks ago, last week's episode, with my yeah. boy Lawrence. The season finale. Got old Condola pregnant. Give it up for old Low. I said, look at my guy. Give it up for who? Low Lawrence. Oh. Who you thought I said? I thought you said, give it up uh, for Condola. No, I don't got no love. I don't got no love. I don't got nothing for Condola. Um, I don't think she needs to be on the show for real. But anyway, <laughs> no, a lot of people say that they're like, really? she literally brings nothing to the nothing. show, and she has a very boring personality. Yes, I don't like the character, but maybe she's maybe next season her character will evolve because um, of the pregnancy. Now, well, a lot of people think that she should never have been brought to this season, so I, to brought back for next season. So I, I can't fathom. Why they would make that bring, girl be pregnant? So how you not gonna bring saying, her back and she has a baby? No, I'm saying they should have never written the script like that. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but maybe she has a miscarriage like the first episode, and then she'll be like off the show or something. Then Lawrence will be free in um San Francisco writing technology code and all type of shit. Now I'm happy for my guy Lawrence. Got on his feet. Got his stuff together. I was happy when I saw him doing the same thing that Issa did to him as well. Like, he was, you know, I thought he was talking to Condola and Issa at the same time. I'm like, yeah, sir, he's a player. And then I asked you again, can you be in love with two people? And what did you tell me? I said, apparently so, since Chris Murray said he was. You did say that, but how do you really feel? Can you be in love with two people? I can't answer that question. I've never been in love with two people. I don't know what that feels like. And I feel like that's a guy thing. What? I do. So you think being in love with two people is only I've reserved never, for guys? I've never actually had a friend or have known Come any girls oh, to be goodness. in love with two guys. You never had. Normally, we're so invested with one silly ass guy. Come on, you gotta be kidding me right now. I'm dead. Never. Serious. None of your friends none. have been in love with two guys. Uh, no. With two guys at the same time. No. Are they lying to you, or they ain't had a day live? They're not lying to me. I literally do not know any of my friends that are like, mm, "I'm in love with both of them. I don't know which one I should choose." I, we all know somebody like that. Don't don't front. I do not know anyone like that. Well, I think you can be in love with two people at the same time. I think, you know what, not in love. I think you can love two people at the same time. I don't think you can be in love with two people at the same time. I think my guy Lawrence loves Condola, but he's in love with Issa. Give it up I for me one time. I don't think he loves Condola. What? Oh, yeah, I don't. Know. I don't yeah. think he has any feelings for her. My guy was like, man, you got a what? You going to keep it? That's why I play confessions. You going to keep it? It's the first question we all want to know. I don't think he has any feelings feelings for her at now, this point. Something, let me, let me, let me just kind of move on because I want to talk about something else. We were, you asked me, I heard you saying in the episode, you were like, condom busting, ha, that can't happen. Did you not say that? No, I didn't say it. I just what said, no, say? no, no. I said, I just don't understand like, like the whole condom busting thing. Like, I mean, I've never had a condom bust on me. So <laughs> I was just kind of like, Andy, can I ask you a why question? is the condom busting thing so common? Like, I don't understand. Like, do, do they be using two little condoms or help me understand? I'm not a guy. I don't uh, understand. That is a great question. So let's. So if let's, I'm having sex with somebody, you tell me the, the condom bu bust or the condom broke. I'm going to be livid. Oh, of course. I mean, listen, you don't think a guy... All right, story time. Don't matter. It doesn't matter when. It's a long, long, long time ago. Um, I was having intercourse with a girl, young lady. And I was doing my thing. And the gun busted. Nobody knew it. Like, nobody knew it until it was smack over. And me thinking I had the condom on, 
I kept on going through the um, I kept on going through the orgasmic experience. Shot right through it, and I just kept on going. I'm like, this is in my mind. I'm like, this does feel a lot better all of a sudden, you know. I kept on going, kept having sex. Didn't even think to whip it out to check what was down there. Man, I pulled it out. Nothing but the rim of the rubber was around me. Oh, I got so nervous. The first thing I said was, "You got something." Second thing I said was, you on the pill? No, nah, first thing I said was, you on the pill. I said, you, you, you sure you're straight? But the next day, I went and got the old check. I think I did what I did. Went and got checked out. And I told my homeboy this on the phone. Matter of fact, random conversation with one of my partners this weekend. I said, bro, every time I went to get a STD check, I always told him to take my blood. And the reason why, because I'm not letting nobody stick a Q-tip in my pee hole. I know what we were talking about. We are talking about like the COVID test, how they got to stick the Q-tip all the way up to your nose. And I said, nobody's doing that to me. But the condom did break on me once, maybe twice. So it can't happen. So when you said that. Well, thanks for the enlightening story, Beard. I was just, you know, I mean, this is, yeah, thrilled to hear it. You're welcome. But when, so when you said that, I'm like, uh, a condom can't for sure bust. Now, you do, you do have a story with the condom, something about a condom that you told me. It was something about a condom if it burst or no, it was nothing to do with the actual condom. The the I <laughs> the guy that I had sex with in high school, he couldn't find the wrapper. Oh, that's what it was. Like, hold he on couldn't good. find the wrapper and his he was scared that his mom would find the wrapper yeah, like to the condom. Song. And she did. <laughs> she did find the wrapper. <laughs> well, that's a whole like other the, like game. a couple days later. So that was like a completely different thing. Yeah, no, we didn't I lose got, the condom. We just yeah. lost the wrapper. I thought like you lost the condom inside of you or something. And, then that, no. and that that happens too, Andy. I I'm saying it never happened to me. But you act like it never happens because when it came up on the show, you were like, "That's a cop out." The condom didn't bust. That's basically what you said. You were like, "He was hitting it raw." That's what you were alluding to. But condoms can bust, and you said, "Let enlighten you." Well, from what I know is, I guess sometimes you can put them on wrong, roll them on wrong. Sometimes it can be a little too small. I get the old Durex. The black kind, back in the day, you put the, the black Durex on, made your meat look bigger. So you put that old black one on, like, oop. And, uh, <laughs> and um, the sex, you know, you can start having sex and things not are not as lubricated as you as they once were in the beginning. Mm, so the friction causes it to break. <laughs> like a firecracker. Imagine. Or just like a busted balloon. Whatever. Whatever. Same thing. You got, you catch my drift, though. So, yeah. So let me speed up again. If India was Issa and you knew all this, you were having a ball. This is your soulmate right now. In this situation, this guy has another lady pregnant before you. And now y'all got together after all this time. Would you continue to see him? And to make things work? I don't know because their relationship had been so difficult already. And I think it just really, I don't know, I felt so bad for her because she had been wanting that reconnection with him for so long. Mm. And then she finally gets it. They're finally in a good place. And then it just, like, Condola getting pregnant just shits on everything that, you know, she had just gotten back Mm -hmm. in the relationship. I mean, would their relationship have worked with him moving I don't know, but I wanted, I would rather just see how that's going to play out. Okay. Then for them to throw a fucking baby in the mix. Yeah. Like, I just want, like, I wanted him to move, her to be able to go visit, see you if their relationship. You felt sorry for Issa. I did. You really I did. did. You yeah. kept saying it. you like, oh my God, I feel sorry. Personally, I didn't. I'm going to tell you why, because Condola was a homegirl, though. Man, she befriended that lady. Condola was her homegirl, but at the end of the day, it does not erase all of the history that Issa and Lawrence had. Condola also knew about the history. You're right. I'm not going to be friends with somebody that used to date the guy that I'm currently dating. Okay. I am not going to do that. Like, Condola had every opportunity to say, you know what, Issa, this is not going to work for me. Because... But she did. At the end of the day, there is a lot of 
familiarity with an ex. An ex is easy. And at the right opportunity at any given... Anybody could go back to their ex. This is true. It's like I know all the things about you. Gonna Do you want to make that? Yeah. So, no. Condola. No, I'm not, I'm not befriending you. All right. Well, you got, all right. I guess you got me there. But I will say this then, since you want to be a smart ass about that. I don't feel sorry for Issa because of the way she did the bipolar guy. The light-skinned okay. dude. And it's dead okay. wrong. And you tell me she's right for doing that. My boy, my girl, look. My guy done cleaned out the back of the barbershop, surprised her with it, and all of a sudden, he's like, I mean, yeah, I'm seeing somebody now. I can't do this. Like, oh, you used me when he you did. needed me. No, 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 no. But now you don't need me. You got he somebody. He did all of those on, things. Man. He offered to do all of those things. He did not have to do all of those he things. Didn't. And after she told him that she, she was dating Lawrence again, he could have opted out. He did not. I do feel sorry for him simply because I did recognize that he really liked her. There you go. But when the communication isn't there, what kind of communication? Like, and this season was her first time finding out that he had mental health issues. So if you're dating somebody and you really like somebody and they just up and disappear and don't tell you anything, what are you supposed to expect? But then he came back with a vengeance. He, he came, came back, back and he helped told her, her listen, helped her with her dreams moment, and everything. And then she still shut on him. He told her in that moment that he had some mental health issues going on. Okay. I feel like that conversation should have been had before. Now, granted, I don't have any experience with, you know, dating anybody with mental health issues. So I don't know exactly how that is supposed to look. However, I don't think that Issa is completely wrong for following her heart. And I don't think she necessarily led him on. She for sure led him on. She led him on. She was giving him two. You can lead somebody on without leading them on. Like you can, you, what you can do is you can make yourself available to that person to where they now now feel like that they have a chance where she, you were, where where you were not available at one point. Now all of a sudden you're calling, you're coming around, you're telling me your problems, you're asking for help. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, now I have a chance because before. We weren't talking at all. But now you are semi-available. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I do got a shot. And I think that is a form of leading somebody on unconsciously. The only way I'm going to agree with you is the fact that I think that when he asked her to help him move out. Okay. She should have declined that. Okay. Because I think that moment made it, I guess, official that they were still going to be friends mm. and he was still going to be able to have access to her. Yeah. And it's hard for someone that you have feelings. It, once you have feelings for somebody, it's hard to just turn it off and decide to be friends. Yeah, right. On. I, I honestly don't even think that's possible. I think so that you don't you, think you can have feelings for somebody. And then all of a sudden they say, listen, I'm putting you in a friend's home because this is not where I see us going in this relationship. You don't think they can cut that off and just be somebody's friend. I don't. Oh, come on, India. I don't. I don't. I don't. You're being I, because naive I think in the that I'm not being naive. I think that if the opportunity presents itself, then they will slide back in and try to date that person. So I'm going to give you an example. I dated somebody and uh, they liked this guy. Um, Hold on. You dated a girl? No. Oh, I got excited. So we presented again. No, I dated a guy. Exactly what I said. You I said dated, you dated somebody. I dated this guy. That's okay. what I said. I dated this guy, and there was a girl who had feelings for him. Okay. He friends owned her. They were friends all throughout high school. They were friends. As soon as we broke up, she tried to she tried to slide in. We, we all hung around each other as friends. Okay. But as soon as we broke up, she tried to slide in and date yeah. him. Did it work out? No. Why it didn't work out? He friends on the first 
first time. Why oh, would he? Okay. <laughs> Why, why would the other person is not interested? So that's what I'm saying. So if you, she's if persistent you, though. She if just shot like, a shot again. No, <laughs> no. I'm saying if you like somebody, the other person friend zones you, yeah. and you're like, okay, we can be friends. I think in the back of your mind, it's still like, well, if I have the opportunity, then I, I'm I'm gonna go for it. Like if you all of a sudden doesn't see me as just a friend, and you see me as more than that, then I'm gonna go for that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, okay, I get that. I get that. But, but even still, I do feel like you can be friends with somebody you once had feelings for. If, if both of you have now made it clear that your relationship is better off being friends, you have to make it clear, and it has to be some sort of distinction between the friend and the other feelings. Gotta be. You're shaking your head. People can't see what you're I don't doing. agree. Okay. I, I don't agree. Yeah, Too many blurred lines. Ain't once you, once line, you once tell you me that up. you like me, I don't think we can be friends. That's, that's a little odd to me, but I think we can. I that's not. I it's say, literally not odd. I've literally had guy friends who liked me, and I could not I, like I tried to be friends with them and I literally could not be friends with them because they kept going back to one day possibly dating me. Since on them though, you didn't make it clear enough. I did. You did. I do not want to date you. Let's just be friends. Like it literally does not work. Well, sometimes the male ego is real fragile all the time, not even sometimes. <laughs> and guys don't know how just to say, hey, this is this lady is a good friend and it's what I'm gonna be. Um uh, I'm ne- what I'm gonna be. If I do have feelings for a friend and she's friends on me and I possibly think that there's a chance, I'm not going to make those feelings be known. I'm just going to keep being myself, keep being a good no, friend. If I it happens, it happens. I'm never going to be like, hey, come on over. Like, but in the back of your mind, you still like her. I'm going to get over it. I mean, once she makes it clear, get over that shit. Move on. All right. So you're saying you would if you were Issa. You would move on with Lawrence and just like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to stick it out with you. Baby or no baby, I'm sticking it out with you, baby. Well, no, no, no. I didn't say, I didn't I mean, I think that Issa should follow her heart. If, if her now, heart I'm saying, leads okay, her to stay with, with, Issa, what would with India him. do? What would India do, though? WWID me. I don't know. I think that's one of those situations where you would have to be in the situation. No, you don't. To, you, can, you can imagine. I, I don't. At this moment, I really can't imagine because, I, like I said, my feelings were really hurt for Issa in that moment. I felt I didn't feel bad. Let me say that. I didn't think that Lawrence said the right thing in the beginning. But I understand because he was in the moment. And when you're in the moment, you say things that you probably don't really mean. First thing he said, are you going to keep it? Probably no, not the best thing to say. It. No. You probably should just be like, oh, God bless. Like, what? Are you sure it's mine? That's the first thing that I would have said. Then she was like, you're sure? Like, all right, cool. Well, we have to get a blood test as soon as the baby comes, and I'll do my part, but we're not getting back together. I would have made that clear from jump. We're not getting back together. Got the baby. I'm over here trying to get my shit off of Issa, so you got to just keep the baby. And uh, I mean, I keep the baby, but we just, you just got to keep the baby the focal point in our relationship and just know it's nothing else going to come from this. Yeah, I'm try- and I'm trying to see how they're going to play out the next season because it's like, would you actually move and you have a whole baby on the way? That's a good question. He might be working for Best Buy again in the Geek <laughs> Squad. Shit, Best Buy everywhere. Great your Best Buy, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all right. Well, if I was Lawrence, if you're Issa, I'm Lawrence, India, I'm trying to get you to come with me still. And uh, I'm still going to go to San Francisco. I want to see my babies. Uh, see my baby, I'm sorry. I'm going to split custody. You know, we got to, the baby got to come with me after a year old. I, like, and that's going to be year. a nasty co-parenting situation. Why? Because it's like... They're grown. They're adults. You broke up. They're adults. Now you back with your ex. And now I got to raise a baby with you. Like, that's nasty. And condolences were friends. So, and, yeah, exactly. And, and they were business partners. So they obviously know how to work well together. So just come on. Let's keep working. Let's keep this thing in house. It's a family affair. No, I it think would, it would take a minute to, to get over that. Well, give it up. That's the insecure breakdown. <laughs> we had to talk about that, man. So um, I just wanted to break that down to let you guys out there know that India is very naive when it comes to certain things. Condom, what? condom breaking is one. 
And also, being in love with two people is another. And also... Ain't nobody in love with no two people. Having feelings for your ex... I'm sorry, having feelings for your friends and they friends on you, you can still be friends with that person. There it is. So now, without further ado, I got a short tip for y'all, but I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So this week, B-Love's Relationship goes out to everybody celebrating a special day for their significant other. Like it was Father's Day. Um, Father's Day, I saw some, I saw somebody post something. I forgot what it was, but ladies for Father's Day, are anybody celebrating any special day for a significant other? If that day is supposed to be special for them, do just that. Make that day special for them. Go out and do something nice for them. If you don't normally do something, go out and go out of your way to make that day special. Just don't get them a gift and be like, hey, I got you a gift. Everything else is going right back to normal. If you think that you can do more to make the day special, do it. Don't be selfish and go along with the normal circumstances because it's the effort and the thought that counts. Guys, like girls, like anybody, we all like things special and kind of catered around us sometimes, a lot of the time. So if it's one day a year, twice a year, Father's Day, birthday, she may be Christmas, Valentine's Day, whatever the damn day is, it's all right, man, to take a little extra care of your special someone. Just don't get them a gift. And go about your day like, hey, this is a regular day in the neighborhood, and this is what like, I got you a gift. No, go out there and try to put forth some effort. Effort is the key word here. So that's my tip, and I'm sticking to it. Give it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoyed my father's day. <laughs> Why you say that? Because of your tip. I'm asking, did you uh, enjoy it? Your- did, did you hear what I said in the beginning? I read, I read something. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed my father's day. It was good. We went to the zoo. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Let her upgrade you. What would India do? W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! My boyfriend thinks that people of opposite genders can't be friends. In his words, if you add a girl to the group of boys, then it always gets weird. My thoughts are that if your friends don't treat them as another human being sharing in the conversation or activity with nothing sexual involved, then there's probably some misogyny at play. Am I being too idealistic? Is he just a bro? Is this the way it is in monogamous relationships? Do people in open relationships experience this at all? Um, I find it odd that he feels like he can't have. I don't know. I, f- I feel like <laughs> you shouldn't. Spit it out, girl. You I, know, feel I feel like, like he's almost, I feel like he's almost saying, "Don't don't trust me and my friends if we ever get." Oh a my! How did you find? How did you pull that out of the the question? It's not what he's saying. He's basically saying, "Hey, lady, my woman, I really don't want you to be friends with another guy group because if you befriend another guy group, they're gonna look at you like a piece of meat." And no. That's exactly what he was saying. That is not what he's saying. Because it sounds like he doesn't trust himself and his guy friends with the girl in the group either. He gave an example, basically saying, hey, I know how me and the homies roll, so I think this is how all the rest of the guys roll out You don't think it's kind of sad that that's how he and the homies roll? I don't know how old he is. So, yeah, that's real sad. 28. 
It's super sad then that he feels like that. Yeah. But some guys think like that. Some guys can't recognize the value of a good female perspective as a friend versus um, anything outside of that. I value my female friends. Like, why Ashley is it so Diane. hard for you to just have a platonic relationship with somebody of the opposite sex? That's what I don't know. Because guys don't understand that. It's tough for us to wrap our head around just being friends with somebody that may either look nice, but the the perspective you get from a girl versus guys are light years different, and you need that. So this guy, he's he's not young, so he knows better. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, I don't. I don't necessarily have any advice. Oh I think God. you should pay attention to. I mean, what kind of advice would you give? I told, oh, what kind of advice would I give her? I would ask him, so, hey, my man, you mean to tell me you don't have any female friends that you don't think are, um, that, 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 that you don't think are just friends? So all your female friends you want to smash? And then I would say, well, in that case, then should I trust you? I would ask him that. And if he says, yeah, I would like, all right, cool. Well, and you should trust me enough to also go out there and have male friends. Because I feel like that's what he's trying to say. He's trying to basically say, hey, my lady, if you go out here and you get any guy friends, all of them are going to look at you like they are trying to have sex. And I know this because the way me and my homeboys roll. And then this one, she should flip it on him. I'm telling you. Well, she's. am I being too idealistic? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think you are either, sis. I respect and my female friends. Is this the way it is in monogamous relationships? No. Obviously not. <laughs> no, it's not. Not in all. I mean, a lot of times if you have someone that's saying things like that, there may be a little bit of insecurity involved as well. It is. I told we we got an episode about that. So go back and find it. But yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That is. Well, listen, thank y'all for tuning in and to India. Tell the people where they can find you. India.marie shop indie boutique. You can find me at B Love1911 on all social platforms. Also, she and I podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And leave us a message. She and I podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from, from you. We love for other topics to come in. And, hey, we just love y'all, man. So you know how we get down. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune on in. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, she, I, she, I, 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 I.